Hi, everybody. Welcome to Podcast Nonsense. This is episode number 11. I've got Elizabeth Germain here from thesupersisters.com. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Was that a long drive coming up here? Or? Yeah, I actually forgot how bad LA traffic is. Yeah? It's pretty horrible. Where are you now? <laughs> San Diego. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You came up from San Diego? Mm-hmm. Well, I thought you were I thought you were closer than that. No, I, was, I needed a day. We're going to spend the day here, so. Yeah? I'm, I'm kind of excited. It's been a couple of years since I've been up here. It's nice, though. I'm doing a little mic adjustment. If you hear some whining in the background, I probably should have done this before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. You need your setup crew over here. It's all good. It's all good. That's how you know it's real. Yeah straight from the hood yeah so i haven't seen you in a long ass time i know i was just telling chris in the car it's crazy last time i saw you you were uh like up in san francisco was i yeah you were it was you were just about to leave to go to san francisco oh yeah i mean i I think right i've moved all over the place and travel you kind of like lose track of where your life is Mm -hmm. based you know (laughs) yeah was it really yeah yeah you're up in san francisco where what do we do i don't even remember I don't know. No, I didn't see you in San Francisco. It was right before you left to go to San Francisco. Oh, oh, because I was moving there. Yeah. I was back from traveling and then was going to go back up there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and we went and got Mexican, didn't we? We had quesadillas. Probably. Probably. I don't forget food, trust me. I, I, <laughs> we got Mexican. Okay. I remember. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. I love Mexican food. It was good. Yeah. Um, so tell us about the Super Sisters. What do you want to know? I want to know what, uh, what your story is because you basically like, uh, quit your life and started this new life. I quit life. Yeah. And you are, um, pretty successful running a pretty successful business by yourself. Well, not by myself. I got my sister. Well, your sister, you know, but so yeah, Super Sisters, I am one of them. (laughs) and yeah uh what do you, well just like the story of how we got started yeah, yeah okay um well so i was teaching and training and stuff all around la i've had i worked like three or four jobs when i lived here uh-huh. it's crazy so i was like always driving to the next job or the next client or whatever working at ucla like all those different things and my sister was doing the same she was working at a gym and we were just like man this is a lot of work you know and we're like yeah. we weren't, weren't getting paid that much like when you when you're t- a trainer like you know there's only so far you can go with that like right you only have so many hours in the day yeah Yeah. so we actually originally started posting recipes and workouts to help the people in our classes and then like you know your clients like Mm -hmm. oh well they would always say i don't know what to make for myself or you know i don't remember what we did in that workout you ran me through but i would love to do it on my own so we started posting that stuff on instagram and we started a facebook page and started posting it there Cause we always kind of thought like, man, that would be cool if you could like, you know, do what you love and share it with the world. And, yeah. and so the internet and social media made that possible. And, you know, before you know it, there's like people from Costa Rica or like England and Australia leaving comments like, Oh, that was so great. Thank you so much for that workout. Like I loved it. More of this, more of that. And just over time, like it started like picking up momentum. And then we started learning about internet marketing and the online, you know, running an online business and just kind of like, you know, being an entrepreneur, setting your own hours, like doing your own thing. And it's like, yeah, that sounds great. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's work towards that. And so totally. we just started, you know, building up more and more from there. And it's interesting, though, because like we didn't we didn't start with 
anything. Like we started from zero, complete zero. Like people didn't believe in it at all. Like even our own parents. Like <laughs> really? Sorry, what they say? What they say? Listening to this, um, you know, they just were like, "You better go get a job. Like you got to think about your future and this mm-hmm. and that." And then, like in our heads, we're like, "We are thinking about our future. Like this is the future." Yeah. You know, and so. I'm so glad we just stuck to it. I had one friend that was like, you can do it, you know, and that's all you really need is like one person that's like, yeah, even if it's yourself, like, Mm -hmm. I know I can do this. And so like, it's better, I think, to try now, like try and fail, you know, than to go do the traditional path and be like, well, I got a job because everybody said I was supposed to get a job. And it's like, you're not being true to yourself, you know, like do what you, what your heart tells you to do. And so that's what we did. And I'm lucky. I'm so lucky to have her because she was doing the same thing. So like, I don't know how my life would be if I didn't have a sister to do it with. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's like easy. It's definitely not easy, (laughs) especially in the beginning because like nobody believes in it. But it really, really helped having her there to be like, yes, we can totally do this. And, you know, we'll figure it out as we go, you know. So that's kind of just and then from there, it just grew and grew and grew. And we started making products and selling programs to people on the internet and then, then it just became our job and now that's what we do every day very cool yeah very cool yeah it's a long long-winded answer to a simple <laughs> yeah not so simple um so i need your advice because at the end of may i'm climbing a mountain and i've been like training quote unquote mm-hmm. the way that i've been like training mm-hmm. but i wanted to get your advice on what i should be doing in this last month Where's leading up to the climb uh, mount rainier up in seattle Oh, nice. Yeah. How, how high is it? It's like a two-day climb. It's like uh, 14,500 feet. Oh, are you doing any like elevation training? Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, just be I careful haven't. with that. Cause, like, but it's not too bad. The elevation isn't too bad. Yeah, you say that now. <laughs> just kidding. No, I mean, that's the, I mean, that's the, the general it's consensus that is that it's not that. Well, that's It's not good. that high. Yeah. So two days all hiking like it's two days day. the first day is you go up like um i think it's like four and a half miles and then there's kind of like a not like a base camp like a mid camp mm-hmm. where there's like a cabin set up and stuff and you oh, sleep there and then on the second day you do like another four and a half miles up to the summit so i think it's only like nine miles to the summit and then like total and then you come down all the way on the second oh. day Oh, yeah, that's probably going to be the hardest So part. that's the hardest, the right? The downhill, yeah. yeah. Because I figure after the – I'm kind of used to, like, four and a half miles now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not used to four and a half miles and then coming down, like, eight miles mm-hmm. or nine miles, you know. I think that's going to be – That's going to be tough, yeah. The killer. I would really save yourself for the end there. Yeah. I think you'll be fine on the first two days. You'll yeah. be excited. and it, But, like – it's like that with every hike, you know, you're uh-huh. so excited. It's so beautiful out and this and that when you're on, on the way up and then you're like, oh, crap, I got to get home. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And like at that point, you're kind of tired. Well, it's good you have the whole day, though, to get down. Yeah. You know, yeah. If that's all you're doing that day. But yeah, just be careful when you go down because that impact is what gets you. Like you really want to kind of like almost lean back. Into yeah. Your, you know, so you can use. Well, more I think it's going to be a little harder than like hiking. We had to get, like, ice axes and crampons and stuff. Oh, it's like a snow mountain. It's like a mountain. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, you're going to have a hard... <laughs> yeah, that's going to be tough. That's going to be a challenge. So I'm doing, like, squats and stuff like that, but and, like, weighted squats and, like, weighted steps, and I'm going to start doing, like, uh, a weight vest. 
yeah, and hikes do some, and like, stuff. incline training, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Get get an incline going, and yeah, if you can do it with a weighted vest, you'll be sitting pretty. Yeah. Squats are good. Anything total body. You also want to definitely do some cardio to prep for that because it's going to be a yeah pretty intense cardio climb. Yeah, like. totally. I think too with like uh, endurance with the altitude management too. It's mm-hmm. going to be Breathing. pretty difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in Peru, like man, I got off the plane. I was like, I walked up one flight of stairs. Why am I huffing and puffing? Elevation really? can hit you. Yeah. Oh, How yeah. high was that? How high is Machu Picchu? Should Google it. Yeah. <laughs> I have no, well, Machu Picchu is actually lower elevation than Cusco. So we stayed in Cusco for like two or three days oh. to adjust. And then you go to Machu Picchu, you're like, okay, because it's actually going down. Oh, that's I smart. I didn't know that. That's smart. In Cusco, so, I was like... So Cusco was, uh, is 11,000 feet. Yeah, it's quite high. So that's basically... Same? I don't know. I have no How idea. How much is Mount Rainier? 14,000. I don't know what difference 3,000 feet makes. It's going to make a difference. I mean, it's, it's going to make hit, a difference. It's going to yeah. hit you. Yeah. yeah. Just be careful, yeah. you know, research it okay. before you go. Okay. You're going to want to bring a lot of water. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of water. We're going to be carrying like 60, 60 pounds. With the elevation too. Like it's going to, you just, you go through more water. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I did. Okay. Yeah. The whole thing's like four days. They do like two days of training. Mm-hmm. So I figure we'll be like in a pretty good place. Are you going with like a guide? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it's like six people doing the climb, They'll and then like two guides, for. I think. They'll know what to look. Yeah. For. You'll be safe. Yeah. It'll be fine. I'm excited. You bringing like a camera? Are you gonna? Yeah, I'm. Fly? I have a. I'm gonna run a GoPro. I'm running a GoPro. Yeah. And um, I'm gonna have like a, a GPS arm. Like scra- I burned my back. <laughs> I got really badly sunburned last weekend, and so now I'm like peeling and itching. Oh. I'm halfway in between itching. Wait, and when? Pain. When are you going? next week um end of may end of may so like oh, six so weeks have... from now okay yeah yeah, yeah. do bikini boot camp <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but for real it would probably really help you i mean yeah right it's like a full six-week program it's perfect <laughs> <laughs> nice plug yeah, nice thanks. plug <laughs> thanks that's what i'm here for um so what are you up to recently like what's the latest thing i saw videos of uh of you and your sister and some dude on a beach Brett Hobel. Like doing videos yeah yeah, what's, you, what's that about? So Brett Hobel was the season 11 trainer for The Biggest Loser. Okay. So he's a really cool guy. He does like capoeira and all these other um, Brazilian style workouts. So mm-hmm. he's like kind of like the booty expert. So he just showed us like his top glute building moves using body weight. For for the booty exercises. So what are the top mm-hmm. moves? Uh, you can go watch the video. We had like a, there was like some crazy kicks that we were doing, some yeah. like Lunges, oh, I saw the video. It, we were doing that on the sand too, and I'm like falling over. I'm like, Brett, I can't do this in the sand. This yeah. is because when you start jumping, you you can actually see me. I almost fell over. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard. Yeah, I bet it's, it's hard. hard. Yeah, you got that resistance in the sand. But um, yeah, so we're w- this past year we've been kind of like, like I said, when we started, we didn't know what we were doing at all. We didn't know like even the most basic thing in internet marketing, like having an opt-in on your website we just didn't know those things because we weren't like what's an what's an opt-in tell me an opt-in is like on your front page or you can build landing pages um 
an opt-in is where you basically offer something to someone mm -hmm. who's interested in what you have to offer. And in exchange, they give you their name and email. It's the thing for like, here's the free ebook. Give yeah. me your email address. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to opt in. I'm going to raise my hand and say, hey, I'm interested in that. Right. And then I'm going to get whatever you're offering. So okay. it's, it's the start of a relationship, essentially, okay. like with your customer. So that's, you know, it's kind of like internet marketing. 101 like the basics give me the internet marketing 101 because <laughs> you gotta have an opt-in <laughs> right right now i'm just doing the podcast and i'm just throwing it out there like spaghetti oh, yeah. against the wall but i'm well, not doing any like any marketing techniques yeah well i think it's different i mean it's different depending on the platform so if you're in a in a podcast setting i think it's more important for you to um ask people to subscribe to your show or mm -hmm. share it with their friends. Mm -hmm. You know, I know a lot of, I listen to a ton of podcasts and mm -hmm. they always do that. They have like a little, it's like a pre-recorded plug right. in the beginning and at the end. Okay. So that's something you, you know, it's the same with like YouTube videos. You do the same thing. You have an intro, uh -huh. you know, where you maybe do like a 30 second little like click here to get this or click here to whatever, whatever you want the person to do, Right. whether it's subscribe or, you know, get a free download or whatever it is. And then you do it again at the end. So okay. it's like giving, if you like this video, if you like this content and you would like to see more, like let's, you know, exchange info and we'll give you more of what you want. Interesting. Interesting. So it's very important because if you don't establish that connection with people, you're, you're missing out on a lot of leads, a lot of opportunities, a lot of potential, you know? So you sure. gotta, it's like, they always talk about it like dating, you know, okay. you don't want to like go, crazy it's right like meeting somebody and getting really excited and you guys both like each other and then like not exchanging phone numbers before you yeah, leave. yeah it just doesn't make sense it's yeah, like well yeah. i can help you you can help me like we could have a cool relationship here mm -hmm. but you also don't want to be like too in their face you know right. you don't want right. to ask for marriage on the first date so like that's what they, <laughs> that's what they say for real oh yeah because that's crazy yeah they'd be like whoa i'm never never going back there again but yeah we just didn't know all those things and so what what else do we have we have the opt-in page What's next? Oh, man. There's so many, like, lingo, internet marketing terms. Let's do it. <laughs> it's like do it. you got your squeeze page, your landing page, your opt-ins, your, you know, freemiums. What's your... the squeeze page? Do the landing page and the squeeze page. They're all page. kind of the same thing. Uh, People well, call them different things. I don't know. know what they are. Tell me An what An opt-in can also be called a squeeze page okay. or a landing page. Okay. It's basically, like, your first point of contact. Like a one-page internet site? It could be one page. Some people do, like yeah. Frank Kern style. He just like builds one single page and there's nothing else for you to do other than give your email to him. Who's Frank Kern? <laughs> oh, Frank Kern is like the godfather of internet marketing at this point. Yeah? Yeah, he's like one of the best of the best. He's high up on the tree. So if you don't know who Frank Kern is, definitely check him out. Okay. That's not a... I don't know him personally. I just... I really like his stuff. You use his stuff? Yeah, he's a cool guy. His wife has a bunch of fitness programs too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm looking at him now. Yeah, he's like big on internet marketing. Okay, so you do it. You give out a little freebie, and you've got people coming to the landing page and doing the opt-in. Mm -hmm. Then what comes next? Now you have their um, contact information, so you can reach out to them. So you send them an email being like, hey, there's a new podcast. Yeah, or yeah, whatever they opted in for. You kind of want to make it individualized to that person. So like, say they come to your landing page, which is built on getting a free recipe book. Right. I'm not going to send that person information about a fitness program because they didn't ask me for that information. They asked right. me for recipes. So I'm going to send them, you know, useful resources that are going to help them and provide value to them, teach them something new, you know, before 
I ever even tell them about, hey, we also have this thing that you can buy. Sure, that sure. Makes sense. So yeah. you're kind of like customizing your messages to people. Okay. If you want food, I'm going to give you food stuff. If you opt in for fitness stuff, I'm going to give you fitness stuff. If you want both, hey, let's have a party. Like, okay. <laughs> we're going to be friends because that's what I like. So you run sites for uh, several different subjects? Yeah. So this is like when we started, we didn't do any of that. We just sent the same email or the same message to everyone and that's like that's okay i mean it's better than doing nothing Mm. but it's 100 percent better to do to do targeted custom stuff yeah okay make it a custom experience for the person they will love you forever you know like Mm -hmm. you'll you just well think about it if somebody you have an interest right yeah so i want i have that same interest let's connect on that interest if you had an interest and we started a conversation then all of a sudden i bring in something that you're not interested in you're right. gonna be like Ugh, i'm bored yeah you know and you yeah. go look for someone else or it triggers that like you're a car salesman yeah like i don't like, I don't, like, I don't like you spam i don't trust you yeah you, what's the why are you bringing this up you yeah know? So. i have people that like have emailed me because of the podcast and stuff or they like tweet to me and i like spend a lot of time like engaging them oh yeah because there because there aren't a lot so like whenever somebody like tweets to me or sends me an email like i talk to them for yeah. a while yeah and that's great yeah it's really cool actually like you you make connections with people all around the world or like just yeah. totally random people you're like whoa you're cool well, it's totally random to see like i look at the numbers and it's like oh people in brazil and indonesia are like listening to my podcast yeah, more than so people cool. in like the united states and it's like I'm just going to throw a little shout out to like Indonesia and Brazil because you guys are the ones listening. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so cool. It's super cool. I think it's even though at this point, Sarah and I, we do, um, you know, this is our full time job Mm -hmm. now. um, In addition to like, I still teach, like I never will not teach just because I'm I'm a fitness teacher. That's who I am. You know, it's part of like I have to teach or it's I don't feel right in my soul. (laughs) But we still make every effort. There's never a message Unless it's on Instagram, we, we don't catch those all the time because yeah. there's just so many. Yeah. But we never miss a message. If someone sends a message, we'll at least acknowledge that they sent something and try to provide a helpful resource. But it does, I mean, as you grow, it gets harder and harder. But we still personally respond to all those. It's hard, but I like it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't do it for, you know, we don't do this for money. We do it because it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun and you get to help people. And I feel like I have uh, hundreds of, maybe if not thousands of friends that I've never met, but like I know them super well and I know, you know, what they struggle with and what we connect on. You know, it's just totally, really, it's oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's a worldwide thing. It's funny to see how it spreads too. Like I've had, I've had people at work come up to me and be like, Oh, like, you know, like the super sisters. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I knew them before they were the super sisters. It's so cool. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny. Cause we were just joking about this the other day. Um, we were trying to think of a name because mm-hmm. you really have to like branding is very important. Yeah. You have to have an image. You have to have a name. You have to have consistency, which mm-hmm. is something that a lot of people don't mm-hmm. have. So even if, if you're starting a podcast or you're starting a YouTube channel, you mm-hmm. have to be consistent. You oh, have totally. to do something weekly. Yeah. If you're trying to build social media, if it's something like Instagram, you have to post every day. Like it just is what it is. So, you know, being consistent, we were like, we got to think of a name, you know, we can't just be no, like totally. Liz and Sarah's world. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we sat down way back in the day. 
Um, and it was between super sisters or six pack sisters. And we were like, well, neither of us have a six pack and I don't really want to have to care about having a six pack because I want to enjoy my life and live and be happy. Yeah. And so we went with super (laughs) sisters just because it's kind of like catchy, you know? Oh, totally. But I'm glad. And then you go out there and you like, somebody has the name already. Let's say somebody's got the name already. Mm -hmm. So you guys started with like go super sisters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause we tried to buy supersisters.com or the supersisters.com something uh-huh. like that they were all taken but there was nothing there yeah and this was back when we didn't have any money so we're like <laughs> we're not gonna try to buy this from it you know we couldn't afford it yeah so we we turned it into go super sisters and then realized like a year or two down the road like that doesn't really it doesn't right off the bat you don't know what what we're about yeah you know what i mean yeah. you kind of have to do some research so that doesn't make sense we need to put like fitness in the name well people are like calling you go super sisters yeah <laughs> we would meet them in person they'd be like oh these are these are the go super sisters and we're like that doesn't even make sense yeah like, what do you yeah i shalene johnson said that at one of her seminars she's like where are the go super sisters and we're like oh my god <laughs> face palm that's embarrassing you know like oh yeah we changed it this year it's been a lot of work to like go back and fix all of our mistakes just by being noobs yeah does i mean well you got to start somewhere you know like you can't like the path reveals itself right when you start Mm -hmm. down the path but you don't know where it's going until you start i had no idea that this would become like my all-consuming life (laughs) you wanted it to be though i did and i still love it don't get me wrong yeah it's a lot of work though people don't understand how much work you have to do behind the scenes like even even the simple things that you just take for granted like we're doing it all for ourselves now like taxes oh god I don't know anything about taxes. Like I know how to do my own personal ones, but for a business, like you have it's a, a guy? whole different. Do you have a guy? Or you we do, it? but like payroll, all that kind of stuff. Like making sure our, you know, we're up to date and like good citizens and like our businesses yeah. are in good standing with the government. Things like that. Like do you guys file quarterly or? or? Yeah, we do. You do. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's getting a little personal, Patrick. <laughs> well, I think every business has to I'm file quarterly, yeah. so yeah. that's you pretty do. pretty global. I think it's more beneficial if you do. Yeah, yeah. So I know people can. that are supposed to file quarterly and don't. Yeah. But then you get, like, penalized and stuff. Yeah, we're, we're not about that train. Yeah. No penalties, Not please. at all. <laughs> but, like, there's that. Or, like, say a website breaks. I'm not a tech person, yeah. but some now all of a sudden I got to figure out how to fix it, you right. know? Right. Or I got to, like, figure out the right person to fix it. So you just... It's a very different lifestyle versus so people that know and are thinking about getting into this like when um like when liz started doing this there would just be like periods of three months where she would just disappear because <laughs> yeah, that's true <laughs> she'd disappear because she'd be like sitting in her room at the computer for like 15 hours a day it's really true and especially when you're starting and like you have the vision but people mm-hmm. don't understand it yet i really had to cut myself off from people that just weren't on the same path or didn't get it mm-hmm. because especially when you take the route of an entrepreneur, it's hard. Like don't, don't think that it's like a lot of people, you know, these make money online. People are like, Oh, it's so easy. I just sat on the beach today and drank my ties and like made $10,000 right. sitting, you know, like, yeah, you get to that point eventually, but yeah. there's a lot of hard work that comes before that. And so it's just, it's definitely, it's a difficult choice to make, but it's so, so rewarding once you get to the point where you're like, yes, like I did that, you know, I built that, like we did this for a, a higher, better cause. We created something out of nothing. Right. So it, it all pays off in the end, but it's a lot of work. What it's are some hard. of the things that you did at the beginning that helped you get through that? Because I know question. for me, it's really hard to 
what I'm waking up to a lot, it's something that I knew before, but wasn't practicing, which is like, uh, doing something regularly and repetitively, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and, and really, I'd heard people talking about leveraging time, but I'd never really like leveraged time, Mm -hmm. you know, and everybody wants that like quick result, you know, to do something and then see it turn around and Mm -hmm. get really excited that it turned around. And Mm -hmm. like that moves you. And then when you don't see that result, you quit, you know? So, um, I think for me, one of the things is, um, like doing the same thing every day for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Discipline is really, really like yeah helps a lot. Really important, you know. Yeah, I think when well when I started, like I said, I was working like three or four different jobs, so mm-hmm. I would wake up every day at five a.m. so that I could work on my stuff first, mm-hmm. you know, so that I could work on the dream first. Yeah, and I I recommend that to every entrepreneur. Like, get up earlier, work get it out of the way. Like you're smart. Well, for me, I'm smart. Like I'm sharp when I wake up Mm. after my coffee, wink, wink. Totally. Totally. (laughs) But like, you got to get that stuff done first because otherwise you're just going to continue to build other people's dreams. Right. If that makes sense. So like I I made the sacrifice for a solid year there where I was getting up every day, 5am and I would do a couple things, make a post and then I would go off and do my other jobs. Mm-hmm. And then I would check it at lunchtime, maybe check it when I got home, do another hour or so. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it is, it's really like consistency, making your own routine. And there's a lot of um, business and life coaching people out there that have like audio programs, which I would listen to in the car. So like even, even like little things like that, you're driving to work, use that time to be learning how you can be better in your business. That in itself, you know, you make the time. Are you talking about like Napoleon Hill? Yeah. 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 You know how I am about that stuff. (laughs) Like that or like Brian Tracy stuff. Brian Tracy stuff. Yeah. Just all those kind of like business, Tony Robbins, you know, like things that are making you better. Mm -hmm. Even when, you know, when you're washing the dishes, you might as well put something like that on because it's going to change, changes your mindset. Yeah. Because yeah, it is very difficult, especially when you start, you don't see immediate results, but if you're listening to those things and you're constantly getting positive reinforcement of like, I have to stay with this. I have to keep going. I have to, you know, it will pay off eventually. I know it will, Mm -hmm. you know, it becomes like worlds easier. That's why I had to cut myself off from people who just like, didn't get it. Right. You know, cause I'm like, well, I can't. I already have the negative thoughts in my head. I need positive. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I need to force positive in there so that it's not just me drowning myself out with like, oh, this sucks. This didn't go over how I wanted it to. <laughs> yeah, know? totally. Like, it just like is the way that it is, you know, yeah. in life too, I think. I think there's this thing to be said for like, uh, like consistently doing it like uh, for a long time too. I know it's like for, for me doing tasks is it's like speaking a language. If you don't speak the language for a, for a couple of months, like mm-hmm. you start to like lose words, mm-hmm. you know, cause the human memory is just kind of rooted in what it needs at the time. And if you aren't in it, then you start to forget it. So if I'm like working on a coding project or something like that, and I stop for a week and I go mm-hmm. back to it, it's like doing cardio exercise. You're doing cardio exercise for like a month and then you take a week off and then you go and you go back to it and you're like, why can't I, why can I only run a mile? Yeah. Well, you know, they, why yeah, am I getting winded after a mile? Because you're not used to it. Use it or lose it. Yeah. That's what I was saying in my classes. You got to use it. It's like, it is. Your brain is just like any other muscle. Mm-hmm. You have to exercise it with, through whether it's reading something motivational or reading something, you know, self-development related or listening. You mm-hmm. know, I can't always sit and read. I stare at a computer all day. 
Right. It's kind of ironic. Like I'm a, I'm a fitness blogger. Yeah. And you know, we make workouts. We work out every day too. But then like I have an office job pretty much, you know, yeah. I'm sitting at a computer. Totally. I can't, I can't always just look at things for that long. Yeah. You know, so yeah. listening to podcasts or to audio programs or whatever, it's a really good alternative. You can even, they have so many things on your phone now, everything you can take with you. Oh, you can just go on a walk. Take a walk and listen to a podcast. That's what I do. I mean, whenever I do, whenever I work out or do like cardio exercise, I'm always listening to something or yeah. watching something. And it's great. It's one of those things. It's funny. Whenever I, whenever I have to clean, I'll like call somebody that I haven't talked to in a while. They call your grandma. Yeah. Or I'll, your mom. And I'll like talk to them for like an hour because yeah. then I get off the phone and I'm like, okay, what did I have to do today? I did do the, di- wait, the dishes are done. Yeah. Oh, surprise. Oh, I had to clean the bathroom. The bathroom's clean already. You know, like you just, <laughs> Wonderful. you don't remember yeah. the bad stuff about the tasking. Yeah. You know, you just, you're on autopilot. You're of. on autopilot. Yeah. Because your brain is engaged in the other thing, mm-hmm. you know? So if you're listening to the podcast about the thing that you want to do, then your brain is engaged in that world, yeah. you know? It's an and interesting it, way to look at it. And it keeps you current, you know? It does. There's so much so much you, you guys task. went to a seminar recently i want to hear about the seminar we did we, we did it was wonderful i highly recommend it. it was the digital marketer traffic and conversion summit okay so it was a three three or four day event done in downtown san diego they mm-hmm. do it every year mm-hmm. and i my mind was blown like legitimately blown <laughs> like i learned so much in even the first day that i was like wow wow, if only I had this information when I was first starting, Mm -hmm. I would be like light years ahead of where we are now. You know, it was good. Ryan Dice is like one of the founders of Digital Marketer. Okay. Digitalmarketer.com. They have a ton of resources if you want to start your own business online or learn internet marketing, Um, learn about things like opt-ins or the soft, even the software that you should use or what plugins do they use? You know, they're a huge company. And so all they do they have teams of super smart people and they are just doing things on the internet and learning, you know, what they're doing, split testing constantly. They're doing what's split testing, split testing or a B testing is where you take two versions of the same thing and you drive traffic to both and you see which one performs better. Okay. So like, say my goal is to get someone to opt in. I'm going to create two landing pages. They have different opt-in offers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see which one gets more engagement, which, gets more opt-ins right. and then that is the one that I'm going to implement yeah. and have, you know, that makes sense there. So it's kind of just like, instead of blindly putting something out there mm-hmm. and hoping that people like it, you actually have data to drive your decision-making in the future. Right. It's genius. Yeah. It's great. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's life-changing when you run an online business, you have to split test. Mm-hmm. ABST always be split testing. That's what someone told me once. <laughs> they were like, Liz, ABST. And I'm like, okay, cool. Cool. That's my, uh, I have a cousin that does that, that runs an internet marketing company. And what they do is they basically, their big deal is scientifically split testing mm-hmm. everything. You mm-hmm. know, they'll just run, they'll run the same, they'll run the same ad with like five different pictures to yeah. see what picture hits better. Different pictures. And then you and why, split test the copy, you know, you yeah. know the headlines. Yeah. Even the button, down to the button color. Really? Split test that What's stuff, a good yeah. button color? Uh, it depends. I guess you know? it's it different for everybody, audience. but what's a good button color for you guys? 
I always like pink buttons. But we like pastel got... pink is what I was going to say. Know, I love pinks. <laughs> pinks or blues, please. But yeah, no, we haven't gotten, we, I mean, come on. We don't have that much time to be like split testing button colors. Right, right, right. Um, if we had a, you know, team of 10, 15 people, I'm sure we would. Yeah. But I don't have data on that, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I okay. played around with it once. I, I think I split tested once yellow versus pink and uh-huh. the yellow did better. Really? Bright yellow, yeah. It's like a, that orangey yellow color. Huh. So we've been trying to do a little bit more like that. But it really depends on your target audience too, you know? Like a pink button may work amazingly well for young 20s girls, but if I'm marketing to a 65-year-old man, I'm not going to put a pink button on it. I can tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to use orange or maybe blue or red. That's so fascinating. Yeah, it's very interesting. That's so fascinating. It's... I feel like we're in this world right now too where a lot of that stuff is just is just starting to get done. I think there's some very big marketing firms that have done traditional marketing that are doing internet marketing now that are like, you know, like top 5 firms mm-hmm. that like when you go to them as a client, they can't tell you like, oh, if you want to capture boys between 20 and 24, you have to use, like, the red button with, like, the sharp edges. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they can't, they don't have that data. Yeah. Because it's being mined by people like you mm-hmm. or people like my cousin who are just millennials. Just people. That yeah. are, like, running yeah. their own businesses yeah. that are, like, well, they screw those guys, you know, like. Yeah, the old school marketing days are over. Yeah. Social media. And the internet has changed absolutely everything. And so it's interesting, though, because people who I used to work for or people who, you know, maybe they want to partner up with us now, if they don't have that base knowledge, and I try to explain these things, not everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. Like, not everybody gets it. It's, it's kind of crazy, you know? They're, they're like, well, let's stick with the traditional way of marketing. And it's like, well, you can do that, and you can get some success. Mm-hmm. But if you want to have, like, wild success you should probably do this other new way of marketing. (laughs) Right, right. Just, you kind of have to. Who has those kinds of blocks in your experience? What do you mean? Oh, oh, like who doesn't get it? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to name any names. No, no, but like, (laughs) is it it an age group that you're coming across? Yeah, I think it's like, like what's the demographic slice? Yeah. Yeah, 30, 30 plus, 35 plus, but you can't even blanket those people into a category either because some people do like i have a a friend she's killing it she's 38 and she's just like she's on it and she gets it yeah you know but she does a lot of stuff on social media so you know she's engaged and she follows digital digital marketer here we go again Uh another another free plug for them yeah but yeah i mean honestly everything that's out there because everybody wants to to call themselves an expert and i by no means am an expert i just this is what this is my job yeah you know and i've gotten pretty dang good at it but i'm no expert yeah um it's always changing and so i look at the people who it is their job and they are the experts they are the authorities and i just anything that can save me time i'll just do what they're doing because it's working for them and they got the budgets behind it i'm just gonna copy that let's go i'm not copy it but Uh, but like that's where you start yeah that's you use that as the foundation and then you build on it with your own experience i think the people who don't get it are the ones who don't understand it Uh and it's not that they don't get it they just truly don't understand it you know they don't they've never experienced it or seen the back-end data collecting like that data mining they they don't have that info because when you have the info you're like oh well duh i should do this yeah when you run into ads and you're looking at a bar graph and one bar graph is a thousand hits yeah. more than it's like it becomes very clear because yeah. you have a visual 
collection yeah. of this is actually what happened. But when people don't have that, you know, it's like you're kind of twiddling your thumbs. Well, I feel like you're going into it like with confirmation. You're going into it with confirmation bias anyway. You know, like when you're like posting the five ads, yeah. Yeah. you're like, I like this one the best because yeah. this is what it says. And like, it's really hard to get away from that. Inevitably, that's the worst one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've had that happen so many times where I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good. Like, I yeah. love this. And then it completely flops. And you're like, why? I don't get it. Like, yeah, it's really hard to separate your your personal opinions out of those things. Oh, absolutely. But you it's have like to. not having an editor being not having a director be in the editing room when the editor's editing. Mm-hmm. You know, because the director has like, like, oh, that took us three days and like forty hours of shooting. Yeah. You know? And like, you, don't cut that out. Yeah, don't cut that <laughs> yeah. out. Like I want that in there. Yeah. I spent my time and on it. And the that. editor's like, This doesn't make any yeah. sense here. This doesn't yeah. fit right here. Sorry yeah yeah it's true it's hard sometimes that's interesting it's fun though i nerd out on this stuff all the time yeah yeah oh i love it well i studied anthro and anthropology in school so i've always been fascinated by why people do what they do like mass psychology Mm-hmm. and so i think or just like influence positive influence okay. how do i positively influence your behavior mm-hmm. how do i teach you how to make yourself happier mm-hmm. how can i instill the things that i've learned and help you learn to do the same in a way that makes sense for you. You know, it's not about like me at all. Mm-hmm. It's about how can I help you a hundred percent always, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I've always been fascinated by things like that. And I think that's why internet marketing is just, it makes sense to me. Okay. It's fun. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like almost like a game. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, it's totally a game. It's funny that you were talking about like the AB thing is like a thing that I do with like stocks. You know, mm-hmm. you invest in two stocks and you just see where they go. Yeah. And like one performs and one doesn't and you yeah. get rid of the one that doesn't. Exactly. And you put the money into the one that performs and then you like split them again. Yeah. You know, and you just kind of. It's a way to make an. It's basically scientific method. And I'm pretty sure that like 80% of the population of the world like isn't on board with scientific method anymore for <laughs> some reason. I don't know why. We got to bring it back to the basics. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it works. It works. Let's just stick with the basics. It no works. need to reinvent the wheel. I say that all the time. Yeah. Why would I try to reinvent the wheel? Somebody's already done this and been successful. Let's just do something like that. Well, I had the biggest hang up for the longest time about um, wanting to be the person that was like doing the th- Like if I'm working on a project and it takes five different disciplines, like I want to be good at five dif- different disciplines and I want to do every aspect of it, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. But like. I know that feeling. <laughs> But like, I'm good at, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. is. And it's like, I'm good at knowing that this needs to be broken up into five different people's jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, and then I should go find the five people that are good at that Mm -hmm. and then let them do it, Yeah, you know, because then it actually gets done instead of me like twiddling my thumbs on like five different aspects of the project. And then it just kind of fizzles out. If you understand that, you're going to have a great time at whatever you do, because that's something a lot of our business mentors have have instilled mm-hmm. it's like you have to delegate there's no way you can do it all yourself there's just no way so we do have people that help us mm-hmm. um we have like a couple designers we have um you know virtual assistants online people mm-hmm. that help with you know whether it's email or different projects like that You're working like a tim tim ferris method you have to yeah it's like literally impossible for one person to do everything where do you find people elance.com yeah 
Yes. Elance is wonderful. You can, it's basically a uh, social network for freelancers on the mm-hmm. internet. So you can get anything from someone to edit your book or someone to create images or someone to do all your social media posting. Like you can hire people from around the world and you can see all the earnings that they've made through Elance. So you can tell who they've worked with before. You can see their, they have a five-star review rating. Um, so you can, you know, it's just really cool. It's like the new age of, have you been through, have you been through, like, how do you pick people? Have you been through people that haven't worked? Oh yeah. 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 It's never perfect. (laughs) (laughs) It's really a gamble. Um, so tell me about that. Tell me about one that didn't work out. Why didn't it work out? I had one person, we were on a really tight deadline. Uh So that was kind of our fault. We didn't um, plan something far enough in advance. So we were on a really tight deadline and I, I selected this person based on their design work. Um, I needed them to turn around a quick ebook for a free challenge that we were doing. Mm -hmm. And, um, this person had great reviews. Their work was quality. And I was like, Hey, you're, you know, perfect. Can you get it done by the state? She agreed. And it was like radio silence after that. And you know, I just like, Oh no. Like, is she actually going to do it? There yeah. was no check-in. There was no like follow-up because it was a new person and I'm sure if she had more time. She would have been able to learn the way that we like to be communicated with as, you know, business owners. Like mm-hmm. I would like to at least know, here's the progress that I made today. I'll check back in with you tomorrow when this is done. Here's what I have so far. That kind of thing. You know? uh, especially with the designer. Yeah. As, as a freelance designer. Yeah. I mean, it's all your radio silence means it's not getting done. I know. And I know that too, because I'm the same way. Like You as, have you know, to be, a, yeah, you have to. As a blogger, if, if I don't say anything, it's because I haven't done anything. Right. So I know that. And that, mm-hmm. so it was just really making me nervous. And I got down to the wire and I you know, I had to give the job to somebody else who did turn around the same day. Thank goodness. It wasn't as good a quality, Mm -hmm. but it is what it is. You know, it was a free thing and we did our best (laughs) and you know, lessons learned for the future. Yeah. So it does sometimes, it doesn't always work out the way you hope, but, um, you just have to keep at it because eventually you do find people. And like, we have one girl, she lives in the East on the East coast mm-hmm. and she's an incredible designer and she's super sweet. I wish she lived here cause mm-hmm. I, I would just hire her for everything. <laughs> she's really great. She gets everything done. Super responsive. You know, we have like, we exchanged cell numbers. So if there's like an urgent thing, mm-hmm. I can just call her. It's great. But you can do that with people abroad too. They're, they most people have Skype or you hire most people to, in the United States or you, we have both. I mean, it depends. It really depends on the pricing of the project. Do you have people have. that run? So tell me about people that run the social media stuff. Do you have people that post for you on Instagram We ha- and well, handle we have Twitter a, and stuff like that? We have a couple of different accounts on Instagram. Uh-huh. So we have had hired people to do, um, other accounts posting, mm-hmm. um, for our main account, Super Sister Fitness, we we do all of that. That's yeah, like that's you guys. We're writing those things. Yeah. I do it in the morning. You know what do you do with the sub accounts? Uh, so we have a. We were just trying to break things up and make them more categorized because mm-hmm. the people who follow Super Sister Fitness, they we used to do recipes, motivation, and workouts. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot, and it was just kind of all over the place, kind right. of scattered. So right. you, if you scroll back in the feed, you can see what it used to look like. And we also used to always do pastels, and that got so difficult after a little while because you're like, <laughs> yeah. I can't make anything else look good on pastel. So it's kind of changed. <laughs> you, you get to, It's cool. You get to see our brand kind uh-huh. of evolve. Um, and so 
in that evolution of our brand, we've kind of taken more of the food stuff and the recipes uh-huh. and made a food account. So okay. that is now called the real, um, it's at real food reset. Mm-hmm. And so we're just, we're actually building that out now. It used to be go superfood, mm-hmm. but we changed that too. Cause right. we're, you know, rebranding. And so we're going to be posting a lot more recipes regularly there. And I'm thinking about hiring someone to do it. Cause we have the recipes, we have the images. We just, I just, I don't, is that going to be its own website and its own like, yeah, entity? the real food reset is, um, a seven day real food. I want to say it's slow. So people get it. it's real food reset. The real food reset. The real food reset. Okay. Dot com. Dot com. And the handle on Instagram is at real food reset. Okay. So that is a seven day. It's almost like a, I, I hate the word detox. I yeah. Hate the word detox. Yeah. I hate it too. Cause it's not real. It's, yeah. it doesn't exist. It's, it's a figment of your imagination. <laughs> There's no detox folks. No, but it is kind of like a, if you have fallen off the wagon a little bit on your nutrition and you don't, you haven't been eating very well and you kind of want to feel better, cut bloating, stuff like that. You can do the seven. What did you just say? If cut, you want to cut, blo- cut bloating, cut if bloating, you feel very bloated, right, right, right. Or just like you know, sometimes you just feel like kind of chubby, and you're just like, man, I gotta stop eating cheeseburgers. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. But um, yeah. So this it's like a seven day food plan that you you basically eat a ton of fruits and vegetables and just natural foods, things that'll just clear you out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it kind of like resets your your body. Okay. So I don't like the word detox. No, no, no. Or anything like that, but. Yeah. It's kind of what it is. If you, if you I mean, it's like there is uh, bacteria in your intestines that feed off of different things. And if you're eating a lot of sugar, there's sugar bacteria down there mm-hmm. that's like outweighing the other. Ba- so like if you eat a lot of sugar and it's been like two days and you're trying not to eat sugar and you're craving sugar like nobody's business, it's because there's like a being in your belly. Yeah. And it's that like literally feeds off brain. the sugar and mm-hmm. it's dying. Yeah. And it needs sugar that's why you crave the sugar so like let it die yeah just <laughs> wait it out and that's what the reset is because you want that good bacteria to like feed off yeah. of good stuff you need like a healthy healthy gut bacteria is very yeah. important um so yeah that's what it is we do hire people but lately i don't know we've had some some duds so yeah just kinda, you know you go through cycles where you're like yeah elance is awesome and then you're like oh i hate elance <laughs> what okay so what are the so you've said so far running the like instagram accounts or do like designing the ebooks what else do you hire people off of elance to do so on our pinterest boards there back before we knew or understood how pinterest were actually it's interesting because i still don't understand pinterest, pinterest or how following is quite low yeah. We only have like 3,000 followers on our boards, but yet Pinterest is our number one traffic source and always has been, which is insane. Because it's targeted. Yeah. There's a lot of women on if Pinterest. Somebody, and if somebody's looking at something, it's specifically what they want, so they investigate yes. Yes. further. It might not just be like, a, oh, I saw this picture scrolling through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pinterest is wonderful, and it. We have a certain recipes that have been repinned like thousands of times or repinned by like a big content aggregator site like that just does skinny recipes for stay-at-home moms. You okay. know what I mean? And yeah, so like yeah. you're getting very targeted traffic. Right. It's wonderful. Um, but when we before we understood how that all worked or, you know, where these people were coming from, we had links on our Pinterest boards to like random websites that weren't ours. So it, it just was really disorganized. We, we hired someone to go in there and update all the links to reroute back to our website, things mm-hmm. like that. 
you know, or reroute to the actual recipe that they were trying to click on. Right, right. Um, just to make a better user experience, a better, you know. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. little tasks like that. It would have taken me two days probably to do that. Yeah, you don't want to do that and stuff. Just like I got, I got emails to respond to. Yeah. I got pictures to snap. You know, so things like that can be a huge time saver. You can get that done for like fifty bucks. Okay. It's great. Um, that's that's really cheap that's that's great yeah I, I had a woman i think she oh yeah that's interesting okay uh i had a woman who was she's in um the philippines do uh-huh. that actually it's very cool cool and she's she's great yeah it's just a like a repetitive task that you don't want to be burdened with yeah and there's people out there that'll be happy to do that they would love to do that sure it's, I mean, if you're doing that for 10 people, that's 500 bucks. Well, it's great for them because they, they get to work from home too. Yeah. You know, like if you're working as a freelancer on the internet, you're working, you're self-employed. Mm-hmm. You're working from home, most likely, unless you're at an agency. Yeah. Which those do exist too, which, you know, but it's great for everybody. I think it's a win-win. Okay. The internet is the best. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to check that out and see what I'd like to, uh, I'd like to advertise a little more. And get out right now. I'm I'm like in this block of like listeners, and I don't know how to like break out of the block, you know. But I'm not doing any of the stuff that you're telling me, so maybe I should just start doing some of that yeah. stuff. I mean, you could put together some kind of an audio program, download. That'd be cool. That's interesting. Pick a topic. Yeah. Pick a topic. Make it organized. Make it provide value. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all there is to it, and then give it away for free. Yeah why not why not that's what we did for almost a year eight months to a year it was 100 percent free we didn't sell anything really we just wanted to really truly provide value for people yeah then we made a program and you know people bought it and it's still to this day like we're in the middle of bikini boot camp yeah third annual now we have huge sponsors like bowflex is giving away you know one of their select tech weights. Have you ever seen those? They're no. so cool. They're like home for your home gym, huge dumbbells, but you can adjust the weights. So I have seen those. Yeah. I have seen, yeah, where you like. You're giving those away to somebody. Like, that's just so cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So cool. So, you know, you never know what your future life holds, but you got to stick to your dreams. That's my. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, how's stuff going besides work? Besides work, everything's great. Yeah. I live with my sister and. Are all of our crazy dogs now? Which How many dogs do you have now? It, it's crazy. It's like a herd. <laughs> I know, it's yeah. not okay. It's not okay. It's okay. It's great. <laughs> I need more. I'm just teasing you. We have four Italian greyhounds total. Uh huh. So I have two. She has two. Yeah. And we we meant to have three. I had one. She had two. And the fourth one, no one wanted him, mm-hmm. and so we felt bad because these Italian greyhounds can be very skittish. You know, they can be very like high anxiety dogs if you don't train them very early on. Okay. So we felt bad knowing that and we just took him in, took him under the wing. Where <laughs> was he? So he was a rescue from somebody that had the yeah, dog? Yeah, so the, the person that was supposed to take him just kind of disappeared. So the lady called us and was like, hey. Who's the lady? What do you mean the lady the just lady. called you? <laughs> what lady? I don't know. It's just some lady that lives in... The, you know the valley somewhere yeah it's a long drive she collects neglected italian greyhounds she it was actually i don't like to say this because i don't so i do support rescuing dogs but oh. it was a breeder it was a breeder okay. mm-hmm. okay. the only reason i did that i've always thought i would get a rescue dog so is it somebody that like got this dog and then returned it to the breeder well they they had set everything up where they were gonna get oh. him uh-huh. and 
they just fell off because okay. some people are shady you know i don't know yeah <laughs> that's like, it's all they, sh- they like, ghosted her yeah <laughs> <laughs> she got ghosted <laughs> and i'm like oh i've been there oh, we'll take them when i got fox we i got fox in upstate new york and i went up there to like quote unquote look at fox and i know from experience with like my family and we've always had dogs growing up and We've been through like two or three dogs. Like you don't go look at a dog. You go like yeah, you go get a get dog. a dog. Yeah, you know, you, you fall in love. So I was like fully prepared. You know, I had the checkbook and everything. But I got there, and she had, she had a couple, that she had scheduled at the same time, as me. Oh. Just in case, just to be like, well, if oh. you're not gonna take them, they will. You know, just to like force That's the issue. That's a good sales trick. She's it's a good trick. Yeah, there, yeah, it was a good trick. But it was That's just smart. like. But that's heartbreaking. Yeah, really. yeah, it is heartbreaking for the other people too. But they're they're weird. This this woman had like uh, like herds of corgis running around. Yeah, that's like you our know, like house. you'd be in the you'd be like, no, I mean like fifteen legit to twenty, herds. like oh. a legit herd of corgis. Wow. You would just like hear. We'd be in the kitchen and I'm hanging out with baby fox, and you would just hear like everywhere all day and then like through the living room like behind the <laughs> dog fence you would just see like 15 corgis run by oh my god that sounds wonderful <laughs> i would like to get that on youtube please yeah, right. <laughs> i'm sure you can find it i'm sure you can find it but like yeah those things are crazy yeah corgis are funny when they run that's the best part yeah because they run and smile at the same time they mm-hmm. can't help but smile when yeah. they're running i don't know what it is yeah. but their little legs it's funny. probably hard to breathe it's a lot of work. Yeah. Oh, they got to get more airspace. Yeah. <laughs> so we um, just watched that last Hobbit movie. I bring oh. that up because the the first Hobbit movie you and I saw. Yeah, and that was together. ridiculous. And it you was ridiculous. actually went and saw the rest of them? No, I saw it on, uh, we got it on the Apple TV. Oh. Yeah. How was it? Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was just not uh, like. 15 minutes in the movie i was like well that's the end of the book (laughs) like i don't know what what we're gonna do for another hour and a half here but yeah i don't know that movie or yeah the hobbit was i couldn't get over the sled that he was riding on and the the bird bird the bird shit all over the side of his face you can say it you can say it um i came home from work one day and jordan was watching the first one again so i sat down for a minute and was watching some of it and I didn't really remember a lot of it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it happens. It happens. But um, the eagles at the end, like we got to the end yeah. of the third movie and the eagles saved the day. Well, don't ruin it for people. <laughs> well. <laughs> Including I mean, me. I'm never going to watch them. You're never going to see it. You're never going to see it. I love, it's weird because I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And then the Hobbit movies. I was just like. Like why? Bored. Yeah. Bored. Well, thanks. Now I know how it ends. Do you? <laughs> no. I Do know. you? Well, because I, the, I could say, you know, like at the end of the Lord of the Rings, the eagle saved the day. You have no <laughs> yeah. idea what that. You have yeah, no like, idea what that means. Is it some kind of code? And three out of the six movies, the eagle saved the day at the end of the movies. So. Yeah. Well, I think it's a great, it's a great send off. Yeah. Eagle symbol of freedom. <laughs> USA. <laughs> How's your sister doing? She's great. She yeah. she's uh she hangs out with her boyfriend a lot. They he's wonderful. He's like a brother to me now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually have two sisters, so I should have asked which sister do you mean? Oh, but I you assume do. you mean yeah. Sarah. 
we do have an older sister though she lives up in oakland and she's also great she is getting married soon. oh is she yeah so i'm very excited i can my mom always says we can see she can see our future family coming together which is oh, a nice that's I'm, good you know it's nice they're both yeah. very good my sister just got engaged congrats so that wedding's gonna be i think next year yeah next year in new york that's so cool. that'll be they're planning that now and she's they still just in the pick, East Coast, picked right? a venue yeah she's still in new york I think she's going to start doing the podcast too. She called yeah. me and she's like, can I do the podcast? And I was like, I can't, I can't see why not, <laughs> you know, like you can sure. sit down with anybody you want and talk with a microphone, yeah. you know, and she knows some really cool people too. So I think she's going to do it. And we're going to do it under the same like brand name. Awesome. So that there's kind of like a, like well, a brother, sister, bi-coastal, like. That's cool. Vibe thing. A little family vibe. Yeah, a little family vibe. You know, I'm all about the family vibe. Yeah. That's great. I think it's a great idea. So, well, congrats to her if she's listening. She'll listen. (laughs) Congrats. She's listening. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. I just, it's cool. Makes me very happy when people are happy together. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's very, it's, it's a really nice feeling to see your sisters with people that treat them very well and they're very just satisfied and happy you know totally it's exciting she posts funny pictures on facebook and i like seeing pictures with her and her boyfriend when they're like doing crazy yoga things oh they do yoga well whatever that is i don't know where they like oh acro make little maybe like pyramids and shapes shapes with each other yeah acro (laughs) yoga that's awesome my sister does that with her boyfriend too. No, that's what I was I was talking about, your sister. Oh, my sister. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were saying your sister does no, that, too. No, my sister does How, not do that. Whose sisters are we talking about here? It's too many sisters. Too many now. sisters. Too many sisters. No, my sister most certainly does not do acrobatic yoga. <laughs> Maybe she should try. <laughs> it's funny. I saw a BuzzFeed video the other day that was like, couples try acro yoga for the first time. Uh-huh. Google it. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. It's very... Um, it's a whole other level of trust with a person. Oh, yeah. When they're holding you in the air, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah, you're like, I bet going upside down and you could totally fall on your head and yeah and die yeah. <laughs> no you won't die i would not trust somebody but you could get very badly injured very you bad. could de- uh i don't know about very badly you're pretty mm-hmm. low to the floor unless you're like throwing somebody around you know you'd probably be just fine yeah the, she does though she's gotten extremely good at yoga i'm yeah. like so jealous yeah i gotta get some more yoga classes because she is good now and she's only been doing it for like a year I mean, that's what you do a little at a time, right? Yeah. And then you People just... People always... Well, I can do some things. I can do the splits. I can do handstands, mm-hmm. things like that. And people in the gym, when you're doing things like that, they come up to you and they're like, have you always been able to do that? Are you a gymnast? Are you this? Are you that? Yeah. And you're like, nope. I just practice, you know, and I... It feels good. So I kept doing it and here I am, you know? It doesn't take long. It just takes consistency. Totally. So if, if you anyone... should, you should uh, pretend like you're a magician when people do that and yeah. just be like, yeah, I woke up this morning and decided to give it a try and it looks like it's working. And yeah. then you came up you came up to me and Look at we're this. talking about it now. Yeah, we're having a discussion about it. <laughs> That's great. I'm going to try that next time. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's uh, definitely like a almost like a, a circus show at the gym sometimes with me and Sarah go. <laughs> Especially if we go together. Yeah, yeah, People are like, who are those girls over there? What the heck are they doing? You know? Because we, we like handstands. It's such a good total body exercise. It's hard. But at the gym? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we get weird at the gym. Yeah? We used to be very traditional, mm-hmm. weightlifting, barbells, like, you know, 
trainer life. We still do some I of that. I feel like there's I don't there I feel like there's always some girl at the gym in the corner doing weird shit, like looking <laughs> around to be like, Am I attracting attention? I'm doing this weird shit. Why am I not attracting and like everybody in the gym is like, Don't look at the chick in the corner that's doing the weird shit. <laughs> that's me. Just don't do it. But I feel like you guys aren't that person. No, like we're I not. feel like you guys are legitimately doing it for exercise purposes. Yes, we are. And I actually don't like when people look. Sometimes I'll go in the group exercise room so yeah. I can like close the door and be at least with like two people versus a whole gym of people. Right. It gets very awkward, I won't lie. Yeah. Sometimes, you know. It doesn't always, it's not always pretty. Yeah. When you're practicing any new skill, there's going to be mistakes. And so for safety reasons, as well as embarrassment reasons, sometimes it is, it's nice to, you know, be a little bit more secluded. So I do always look for, I don't like people to watch. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, watchers are creepy, but you're telling me you don't like being watched because of embarrassment. It's not some, well, embarrassment's the wrong I think word. I would have different reasons if I was like an attractive female at the gym. <laughs> For not wanting to be like yeah. stared at yeah. by the fat dude on the, the elliptical machine. Yeah. Well, I think it's the ba- Here's the one thing that I really like at the gym, <clears throat> excuse me, is when an older person who, you know, is on the treadmill or whatever, getting their cardio in, mm-hmm. comes over and is like, I'm so inspired by what you're doing. That's the best part. Like, you can watch me all day long if it's going to inspire you and make you feel good and like be like, yeah, I'm going to come to the gym more you know like there you guys get there you guys go like liz just gave you the opener at the gym <laughs> she just gave you the green light on how to hit on girls at the gym yeah i mean i was talking more <laughs> little old ladies but hey <laughs> if they're hitting on me i'm this is news to me but yeah it's always a, that's an interesting thing too though meeting someone at the gym it's a it would be i just pretend like i've got blinders on and i go in and i do my thing and i think it'd be a great place to listen to my podcasts and do my run and get out you know people who are there are into the same lifestyle that's true you know yeah you know they're healthy you know they care about exercise like it'd be a great place to meet somebody i just don't know how that first conversation would ever go and i've never well actually that's not true i've had people come up to me it's always a bit awkward because you're like if this goes nowhere you know i've seen it i was i was doing i was doing the stairmaster the other day i've been doing the stairmaster for the for the climb Uh because i figured that's That's good the stairmaster is like so brutal Mm -hmm. and uh i do it for like an hour i do interval training and that took two months to get up to like doing an hour. When I first got on there, I couldn't do it for like three minutes. They're hard. I don't I like the stairmasters. And so there's this like two stairmasters down. There's this woman that's like doing the stairmaster, and this like guy comes up behind, and I'm already like, oh no, oh, <laughs> oh no. no, you see it coming. Yeah, you see it coming, you know. And like oh, if brother. I'm recognizing it, well, I don't know if I mean. If you see that happen, do you recognize that it's about to happen? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, you guys Ooh. get it more than we do. So, um, show. yeah, yeah. And this guy, like, literally, like, jumps from the floor to the top of the Stairmaster, like, jumps <laughs> like off of the ground, jumps off of the ground, lands on the Stairmaster, and is all, like, perched out, like, looking at the Stairmaster thing and looking over at her and, like, trying to come up with an opportunity to talk. And I'm like, Dude, you just the whole gym saw you do that. Yeah, like you just box jumped the stairmaster. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you know that, but that, that was weird. <laughs> that was really weird. Yeah. You're not a silverback gorilla, but you might think you are. 
Yeah, I mean, I try to no judgments at the gym. I'm a trainer. I try to stay professional. You know. If, yeah. Hey, you're at the gym. Good for you. Yeah. But if you are one of those creepers that goes to the gym to hit on girls like that, that's weird. Yeah. You know, if you happen to meet someone, through take it to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Take it to the bar. That's not better. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. But if you happen to meet someone because you genuinely have a shared interest and maybe you're squatting next to each other and you just, you know, that'd be cool. It'd be yeah. a good love story. Yeah. We met doing squats. Yeah. Yeah. We met at the barbell. <laughs> we met at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> met at the barbell. <laughs> nice. A different bar. So. Very nice. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for coming up all this way. Yeah, no problem. And thanks I'm, for doing the podcast. I'm excited to get some lunch. <laughs> yeah, let's go get something to eat. Yeah, let's get some salads going in this. So this was uh, Elizabeth Germain. You can call me Liz. Everybody in the podcast, you can call her Liz. You can call me Liz. And um, go check out thesupersisters.com. Supersisterfitness.com. Supersisterfitness.com? We don't own the Supersisters. Oh, you don't? No, we talked about this. Really? It's taken. Supersisterfitness.com. I'm going to have to edit the end of this podcast. Guys, I'm not going to edit this. No need to edit. Really? You don't have the supersisters.com? No, I do. We we have gosupersisters.com still. Free routes. You have the supersisters.com too. Oh, we do? Yeah, I oh. went to it before you came to the podcast. Oh, That's Sarah why. must have done that. See, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. She does stuff there sometimes. You so you can go to the supersister, but supersisters fitness is where we routes to. So. And what was the food one? Uh, you can get to it through there, but it's the realfoodreset.com. The realfoodreset.com. 7 days. 7 days. To a healthier you. thanks for having me thanks for coming